0: make one six suppression on target that's why i see him in shot. shot or no shot with cap and J. Hood on espn 1000 and the espn chicago app that's why i see him in shot good morning and welcome in to the cap and J. Hood morning show on espn 1000 and streaming on the espn chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Don't forget, we got Rick Hahn coming up in an hour from now, the general manager of the White Sox. At this time of your day, we give you a shot or no shot, as brought to you by. 2
1: That's a dollar. Club Hawthorne win $400 in NCAA tournament bets at Kentucky Derby <sighs> bets while enjoying $4 Sam Adams beers. Details at HawthorneBettingBars.com. We say good morning. To
2: good morning, boys. Happy Friday. Bernie's Book Bank. Excited org. about the weekend? Just paid my fine.
0: Oh, my God. You're not on TV anymore. You don't have not. McGuffey to turn your mic
1: on. He doesn't. What's the matter with you? He wasn't real good at that.
0: <laughs> Just a second.
1: Oh, my God. Love Ryan, but he was not good.
0: Not good to turn your mic on. Right. All right. Uh, yes, I, we are ready for the weekend because you know what that means, more college basketball.
2: Plenty. Plenty. I'll be at the Big Ten Tournament. All day to, after uh, after we're done here, I have to record something at the station. I'm filling in for Carmen on Odds Couples with Mike North. And then oh, no. I'm headed over to the Big Ten Tournament for the rest of my day. And that's actually where I want to start, Shadow No Shot, because it's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> hey,
0: hi. you sure you're ready for this? Working with North? Jimmy! Hey! Hey! S- Snorling! What's the last name? Norling? What kind of name is that?
2: Hey. I mean? <laughs> that happened four weeks ago when I was I mean? in producing. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: we already had that show.
0: You some kind of Nordic? I'm just asking you.
1: Hug a snorling. I'm back. just <laughs>
2: telling you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That happened four weeks ago when I filled in producing that show.
1: Oh my god. What kind of name is Norling?
0: What kind of name is Norling? <laughs> B? What kind of name is Norling? Know what <laughs> I mean? And then the shea on the front. You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Could be me very. Very calm, Uh, welcoming in Jim Miller. Jimmy! Oh, my God. Every time. Brother. All right. Okay. I want to start with the Big Ten Tournament. Hoodie, this is near and dear to me. You and I have talked about this off the air. Today is finally the top four seeds Uh, are going to play. We're finally there where the good teams show up to the Big Ten (laughs) Tournament. That includes my Michigan State Spartans, who I've openly loathed this season. But I did place a bet on them to win the Big Ten Tournament. Shot or no shot, I need help. Well, that is
0: a shot. The idea that he's... And, Cap, we can't even turn a corner without him railing on Izzo, railing on Michigan State. He has him to win the tournament. Now, listen, the conventional wisdom is, you, turn to, you get your new calendar, put it up on the wall, January, February, hmm, Izzo. Correct. It's March. It's
1: March. It's Izzo's month.
0: But, he, but uh, how odd is it for him to just rail against him? Even you said, stop, enough. Leave Izzo alone. Correct. He'll figure it out. And now he t- has him to win the Big Ten. What's wrong with him? He's why?
1: Just, you just figuring this out? He has issues. I would
0: say yes, he has an issue. Yes. What would you say? He has an issue. Shay, no. I, I, I just don't understand. You lay in the four. Yes. But what? But again, why were you? You've never been this mad at a Michigan State team. But yet
2: you are to bet on it. But you know what it is? is the big. There's no guards in the Big Ten. All these Big Ten teams win with weird bigs and stuff. That's not, it's not sustainable in the Big Ten tournament. You've got to be able to shoot the three, and you've got to be able to have good guards. And Michigan State can do both of those things on a good day. So all I need is them to string three good days together.
0: I think the glass slipper ends for Ohio State this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I think they go down. They almost blew the game to Wisconsin. I was following Shea on Twitter the other night, and he said, I've never seen a team 17 down with a crowd more fired up. And they got it down to mm-hmm.
2: 3, 4. Yep. And lost by 5 or 6. It reminded me of listening to Edit on Northwestern calls. <laughs> <laughs> that place was exploding. <laughs> Ohio State 62, Wisconsin 47. <laughs> well, I love That's the way it is. Uh, goodbye, Greg Gard. All right, go ahead. What else do you have? All right, well, the the rumor mill is making it sound less and less likely. Ryan Poles and the Bears are going to go on a shopping spree this offseason, and the latest smoke seems to link them to 49ers right tackle Mike McGlinchey. Shot or no shot? The Bears going after McGlinchey over Orlando Brown signals they believe Braxton Jones is the future at left tackle.
0: I I think that's the shot, but here's where Waddle turned me around the other day during spring trading. He says, yes, you do have a lot of money in, in cap space cap, mm-hmm. but you have to spend it on something viable, something tangible where you say if it's Orlando Brown or if it's McGlinchy, whatever. You've got to spend it on something that can help you right away. You just don't just pocket the money, even though you're not ready to win now. Start building some
1: blocks around protection for Justin Fields. There's also a salary floor you couldn't. And they're not going to, but I'm saying you could not just roll all the money. Nah, we're going to take another year. You can't do that. There is a floor. I would fully expect they're going to spend in total commitments, that's between extensions and the draft and free agency, north of $150 million. Mm -hmm. I don't mean in yearly salary, total commitments. Yep.
2: Well, to be, also, the floor is not, there's not a physical number on it. You have to spend 95% of your cap over a four-year rolling period. Correct. I think they're going to spend a significant amount of
1: money to upgrade the defensive line, the offensive line, the wide receiver room.
2: They can't always get around this, too, by just filling it out with one-year deals. Yeah, well, right, right. and Well, they'll do some of
0: that. Because he got to fill out that, that that defensive line.
1: But I do think he's going to find, whether that's the kid in Denver, Draymond Jones, mm-hmm. defensive lineman, or McGlinchey, or Orlando Brown, there's going to be some big expenditure that when we come in Monday morning and everyone's starting their week with us, well, overnight, the Bears did that. Because the legal tampering period starts at 12.01 Sunday night.
0: So, based on what Ryan Poles told us in Indianapolis with uh, Braxton Jones, he seems very high of the young man. Right. And he, fee- and, and, and kind of didn't admit, but I think he agreed with us, of the versatility of what Jones could bring. Is that I was, fair to say? Or?
1: Yes. Okay. And I was talking, so Braxton is staying in town to train. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was, uh, my friend Daniel Greenberg oh. had, a picture online yesterday, I highly recommend. He's a good follow on Twitter, too. I f- highly recommend you go back and look at this picture. It's a Pilates class mm-hmm. in the northern suburbs. And there's Braxton Jones, Jatir Carter, the backup offensive lineman, young kid, and Tevin Jenkins, all doing Pilates together. And someone who is training him, who's a friend of mine, said, Let me tell you about Braxton Jones. Got to get stronger. A lot. Needs a stronger base. He's one of the smarter offensive linemen I've been around. You teach him a technique, he doesn't need a second reminder.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: No, Braxton, don't do it this way. Do it this way. Whatever the exercise is, he gets it. Daniel Greenberg
0: Greenberg also quoted you saying that that's a very high-quality Pilates class. I didn't say that. Well, I mean, he aggregated that. I mean, it's already out there. Wow. He said that you gave it five stars. Because you said it, and Daniel, Gr- Daniel
1: Greenberg's going to say that
0: you said it, so he's going to put it to At
1: there. The Cap Man, yeah. it's a high-quality Pilates class, four-and-a-half stars.
0: Ryan Poles feels very good about Braxton Jones and his ability. The beautiful thing about him is the intangibles are high, um, so we really don't put a ceiling on him. I think his ability to play left or right, is there? I don't think that would be an issue at all. Um, his length, his feet, his intelligence, and really seeing his confidence grow through the season. And as an offensive lineman, we usually talk to, about corners this way, but you got to have a short memory. Things are going to happen. These elite pass rushers are going to get you. There's going to be a twist that you, you miss. Um, but the short memory to come back, the next play, wash it away, and, and, and
1: try to be as consistent as possible. He has that. Um, another guy that has an incredible work ethic
3: that just keeps putting the time in to get better. And it, it was a really cool process to see him come in from rookie mini camp and then finish the whole season. I think he played every single snap. So um, we have
0: high expectations for him moving forward. Thank you, Jay Moore.
2: Shea. All right, boys, uh, there's another quarterback who's been heaped onto the NFL rumor pile as quarterback movement dominates this offseason for the second straight year. A former general manager, Mike Lombardi, suggested that the Rams are, quote, trying to trade Matthew Stafford. Rams general manager, Les Snead, has since said the Stafford is a pillar of their team. But he said similar things about Jared Goff a couple years ago, and we know how that ended. Mm -hmm. So shot or no shot, my question is a little different. With all the quarterback movement and rumor milling, the NFL offseason has become the most exciting in sports. I mean, it's so funny. You can talk about the
0: NFL every single day, and some shows do. Right. Colin Cowherd, Right. Oh, this is the Herd. Colin Uh, Hammer and Rizzo. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk about it every day. But the difference between the NFL and the NBA is, it's the rumor and innuendo and the passive aggressiveness online. On social media, Mm -hmm. between team and player, between player and player, people are into that, right? So the NFL is interesting in that regard, yes. So I would say a slight shot to that, but I also would like to point this out. It was Les Snead, the owner of the Rams? Mm -hmm. No, he's the GM of the Rams. GM of the Rams. Yeah, GM of the Rams. You know what he did? He had a nice slumber cap. He was fast asleep, and all of a sudden, you know who came into his room? Snead, are you up? Uh, who is this? <laughs> it's the devil. <laughs> Sneed. what if I told you you could win the Super Bowl, but then your team would be the craps. It would be in the crapper for the next 10 years. Would you take it? Would you take it? I can get you the Super Bowl right now with Matt Stafford as your quarterback. Would you take it? New stadium, and you'll never win again. Uh, yes, I'll do it. Okay, we'll grant your wish. Boom! Super Bowl nobody cared about. And now look at your team. Horrible. In, in, sh- in shambles.
1: And Jalen Ramsey reportedly is going to be dealt so they can get some draft picks back because they don't have any left. Yep. That's when you roll the dice, man. Would you like a Super Bowl and then never win again? Um, yes. You think the Lions are sitting up there going, I can't believe we got this year's number one from the Rams and they're horrible. But understand the deal
0: that had to be made, though. Like the Rams in that new stadium. Cap, but in that new stadium, that's done now. You mortgaged everything. They did. Everything for that Super Bowl. And now what? Starting over. <laughs> All right, Shay, give us one more if you could slide one in, please.
2: All right, boys. Uh, daylight savings time will start this weekend. Sunday morning, very early in the morning, we will spring forward one hour. Shot or no shot? We should spring forward and stay there. That'd be my platform. Absolutely.
0: That's a shot. What's wrong with that? I got no issues with that. Just just keep the time the way it is. Whatever the time is, lock it in. Can we lock in
1: the temperature in the middle of July, too? I think we have. Nice winter. We did have a...
2: <laughs> it's a question <laughs> for Tracy Butler. But, yeah, I think we're getting close.
1: I would agree with that. I'm
0: fine. Like, when we spring forward this time, Saturday night, don't forget, Cap, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yep. That's it. Lock it in. Lock it It'll in. It'll never change again. I got no problem with that. what about you? Would that be your platform? I would be
1: absolutely
0: good with that. Guys, look, you know me. you know me. I'm so here i uh, I'm going to take care of the time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> like, like, uh. so seriously, cap. that would be my platform. Yeah. No more uh, daylight saving time now. this was brought about as you well know because you worked at g n so you know all about the farm. This all came from farmers, right?
1: yes. Thanks, Max Armstrong.
0: Well, tell us about that. Yeah, because I'm just guess you were right there. You were in the newsroom. What did Max say about the farmers in the daylight savings time?
1: Well it had something to do with the planting and then the harvesting of the crops. Mm-hmm. So they could work in light. Mm-hmm.
0: So if you lock in the time, will it still be the same? Can they still work in the light? You worked there. Come on. Didn't you have a rapport with Max Armstrong?
1: Well, I had a soybean. report with him. Yeah, with him and Ori and Samuelson. Yeah, did yeah you? I, I didn't really pay
0: attention. Ah, you were in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> just get over your report. We got sports next. Jeez. Ten minutes on this?
1: Pork bellies, 227. 1,800 cattle, 1,500 head of hog.
0: Yeah, I'm like, what? And And you're sitting there just, can I get to the cup score? Correct. Max. There's a break in the the middle of this?
1: Christ. (laughs) That's exactly what would go through my mind. Wait a minute. You get two minutes for that nonsensical report and then a break and two more minutes? (laughs) Sports is way more important.
0: Around the NFL is next. Don't forget we got Rick Hahn coming up at 9 o'clock. All part of the mix of the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show.
3: Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10.
1: On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Nick sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really... Thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you looking for on these things here? Yeah.
0: It's time to go around the National Football League right here on Chicago's home for sports ESPN 1000. We'll hear from Courtney Cronin on the Bears in the NFL at 835. Right now, we've got a lot to get around the NFL with. Here's Shay Norley. Shay.
2: Yeah, let's start with the overtures being made by the New York Jets to land Aaron Rodgers. uh, Quarterback. Sauce Gardner, the defensive rookie of the year and one of the best defensive players in football last year, picked off Aaron Rodgers in the game that was at Lambeau last season where the Jets won. He got an interception, and he infamously wore a cheesehead on his way out of the stadium. Mm -hmm. In an overture, a plea to bring Aaron Rodgers to New York, Sauce Gardner posted a video on YouTube of him burning said cheesehead while his teammates watched.
1: Yeah, so I just watched the video. It's Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall. They made a pitch. Come on, man. Come to New York and play with us. And then he, he takes the cheese head. First of all, his house looks sweet with the swimming pool and the mm-hmm. backyard, the whole deal. And then they have like a uh, fire pit. And he drops it in, and that cheese head just is engulfed in flames. It's awesome. Why don't we have that kind of fun with our teams?
0: Well, you know, a lot of our our team, well, and the Bears, they're just young. Don't know how to have fun yet. They haven't won. None of our teams have fun like that. So they're trying to, is that exercising the cheese when you burn it like that? what is That's that? That's a great way to put it. Exercising the cheese. Exorcism. Yeah. It's exercising the cheese to get him. To- that, <laughs> is that how an
2: exorcism works? Like, I don't remember them lighting the girl on fire in The Exorcist. Did they? Well, they got rid of her, right? Well, you got to get rid of the demon, but what I don't know the if they light somebody on In that movie, I don't know. What was her name? Snorling. I don't remember. God, this. that was
1: a famous movie. What? Linda
2: Blair. Well, I think it still is a famous movie.
1: Yes. Can't wait till they remake that one. <laughs>
2: I'm right, good. Right, I, think, I think I'm good. <laughs> Speaking of remakes, uh, Scott Zolak, longtime play-by-play analyst on the radio side for the New England Patriots. Yeah. He uh, came out yesterday and said, hey, all that smoke about Tom Brady to Miami, it's real. Speaking of remakes. Wow. Goody. Cap. How many times we've seen sequels that were just okay? I feel like that was last year's return from retirement for Tom Brady. It was the mediocre sequel. How often do you follow up the mediocre sequel with a really good threequel?
0: I don't think it happens much. Police Academy? Maybe. Rambo. (laughs) <laughs> Rocky 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 3 Die Hard Yeah But but after that Not many
1: Not many <laughs> uh, I do not think he's playing again But I what if not. he does? But what if he does? Then he becomes a cartoon character He completely soils his legacy It is ridiculous to me to even think
0: That he's even around But see here's what I think the door is ajar So why don't you just go right in the booth Like Romo did Why are you taking a year off? To heal, to
2: get ready for broadcasting. Supposedly, it, people said it was prep. Then there was the story that he was taking the year off to do the um, John Hughes boombox move with Giselle. Yes. Then there uh, was the uh, saying that he's just like taking a year off. I have always believed taking the gap year was an inc- a sign that he's leaving the door open to play football again.
0: The door is ajar for him to return, because otherwise, Cap, you have t- you've you're done playing, right? So what's next? You want to be closer to the game, don't you?
1: Okay, then why? Tell me why you take that time on the beach to say, I'm going to get right to it. We have it in the system. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get right to it. This time it's for good. I'm gone. Yep. I'm done. And he got emotional. That's all
0: just awfulness. I mean, this. We see this in the UFC today.
1: We saw that in boxing many, many years ago. But he's Tom Brady. Like he's got the best diet. He's got this amazing, in you know, a way, he takes care of his body. He, he has no in wife certain gear. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, a,
0: <laughs> he's a wife.
2: single man. That's right. He could live it up.
0: No wife, no life. No, yeah, pretty much. But yet you want to. But see, the thing is, you know what this means, Cap? He's human too, and he has needs too. Oh, he's perfect. Look at that face. Look at that body. Look at the discipline. Look, he's a great football player, but he's still human, too. And he has a hole in his life. You think, oh, he could fill that hole with just women.
1: Well, he maybe th- that's not his thing. What? Women? No, to just be oh. out there with a bunch of women. Maybe he wants a relationship and all that. I don't know what, I don't know, Tom Brady. You know what fills the bill? Football. It
0: does.
2: That's his love. He, football you, is his mate.
0: I mean, look how look how difficult it was for Brett Favre to finally turn the valve off. He couldn't shut the water off. He kept we kept we went through this Vikings, Jets, and still even after the Jets experience, I think I might want to come back. Out, get out, Favre. You don't have it anymore. It took him a long time to actually look in the mirror and say I can't play anymore. I- Same thing with Brady. You would think so perfect. Look at him. He's got the what? He's got two women in his li-
1: cap. Nothing fills the bill like football. It's... For him. He becomes a punchline if, if he comes back now. Like, you didn't have to have the tearful thing on the sand on the beach in Florida. Just say, you know what, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just... We just got knocked out. I'm a free agent. Let me just catch my breath here.
0: Same thing with Phillip Rivers. That door is still ajar. Because the money is so Great. That's why. He's got nine kids. Yeah, he's got nine kids and a wife. He doesn't want to go back to that. <laughs> hey, but, but football does the job for him. He's them. in the van taking the kids. And, oh, okay, I can't
1: do this. Yeah. There are guys like that.
0: Some can just be like like a Barry Sanders, like, all right, that's enough. All right, I've had enough. I'm tired of losing. That's enough. But for some people, they can't turn it off. You would think the, the smooth transition would be, Brady retires right to the right to the booth, taking a year off. Why do you need a gap year?
1: You need a red shirt year to be a broadcaster? Well, with all that money waiting for you at Fox? Well, as someone who did go through a divorce many, many, many years ago, I've been with Mindy for twenty four years. Yeah. Uh, when you do go through it, it is a totally different way of life. Like it sucks going through it. come out on, on the other side. I I understand his kids are younger; they're in school. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get a place in Florida. The kids are down here. Giselle's down there. They're amicable. And I'm going to be dad for this football season. I'll do my biz- my Brady business and TB12 and all that. And then I'm going to go back and work on TV. Come back and play again after the tearful thing on the sand? Now you become a clown. I understand that, Cap. I get it. And keep in mind, during that
0: year before we got to Mindy, that, those lights were on and off like a cheap motel. I'm just telling you, people knew when you were at home. Big sign of over over the crib. Cap, land, Cap, land. <laughs> he had a big sign. A big, he had a big like motel vacancy sign at the end of his driveway. <laughs> hey, look out! There we go.
1: Cap, land, Cap, land, Cap. People who are out there listening have gone through a door. It's not a fun time to go through. It's not. But isn't
2: that like you've said you dove into your career? Couldn't he be diving into football? He dove into more than that. Well, all right. Wow. <laughs> huh? Wow. What
0: else do you have? Cap, Len, big cheap motel sign up there. <laughs> vacancy.
2: <laughs> Every other night, no vacancy. No vacancy. I'm going to uh-huh. come home
1: now. My wife's going to be like, okay, who?
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How long you got, honey? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Odell Beckham's workout scheduled for today. He is working out to obviously land himself a spot on another team. The Giants, his old team, are present at the OBJ workout.
0: Hmm. What do you think?
1: <laughs> the OBJ workout.
2: Should the Bears be there? No, no, really no is the question. Absolutely not. No,
1: no, no. First of all, why would if he wanted no. to come here, then I'd be like, he's got issues. He's not, they're not ready to win. He wants to go somewhere tailor made. Drop him in.
0: Cap, it's the perfect bear during this kind of quiet time for
1: the Bears. Bring him in. Like, why would the Denver Broncos not be interested? You yep. got Russell Wilson, you got Sean Payton. You're trying to win. Why would the Steelers not be interested? Why would the Giants not be interested? Bears. Why would the Chiefs not be interested? Bears? No.
0: Get some excitement in here. No, I know you thing: that. You bring OBJ in and he gets hot. He gets you away from the top five pick next year. All of a sudden he gets hot. Now you start winning some games. Stop. Stop winning. Wow. <laughs> That's good. They should win games. <laughs> yeah, the, the people will be rooting for like a top three draft pick and OBJ gets hot and, and a, a one-year contract. Look out. Look out, Cap. Here we come. OBJ. If you're close, just drop him in. You don't have to play him every snap. Just drop him in. He's not going to be a problem. That's that's the thing that's really underreported. When he's with the Giants, not really an issue. Like, if you're
1: Vegas, have him and Devontae Adams? Sure. Pretty good twosome. Sure. On the Chiefs? Okay, I'm letting McCall Hardman leave. Rumor is he's going to the Bears. And now I'm upgrading and I got a healthy OBJ. Let's go.
0: Don't forget, we got Rick Hahn, the general manager for the White Sox, coming up in a half hour from now. But coming up next, more on the Bears in the NFL with Courtney Cronin right here on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headline with Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. L. Illinois was eliminated from the Big Ten tournament last night with a 76-73 loss to Penn State their third time being beaten uh, by the Nittany Lions this season. Former White Sox pitcher Carlos Rodon, who signed a $162 million deal with the Yankees last offseason, was placed on the injury list uh, yesterday with a forearm strain. Northwestern will start their chase for the Big Ten title today as a two-seed in the conference tournament. They will take on Penn State tonight at the United Center at 530. Also, a crushing loss cap for DePaul yesterday. They won the first game of the Big E's tournament against Seton Hall. Second game, not so much. Gave it away. So that'll be the end for DePaul. Right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.
3: If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. <laughs> Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Keep your beak out of this. <laughs>
0: Cronin, National Chicago Bears reporter for ESPN.
3: I think you have to temper expectations if you are a Bears fan, just given everything that this team had to kind of undo. Breaking
0: down the Bears and the latest NFL storylines.
3: Team transcendent quarterback Ross is not this guy. You know he's very legacy conscious. He wanted to go to Denver and build something and win a Super Bowl there. Courtney
0: Cronin with Cabin J. Hood on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Captain Good morning show here on ESPN 1000 and uh, stream me on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's go now to the Car X tire and auto hotline.
1: Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X name. Say hello
0: to Courtney Cronin who covers the Chicago Bears like a blanket for ESPN and ESPN.com. You can also hear her Sundays, uh, Sunday mornings here on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Courtney. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? What's up, Double C? Let's give the the what uh, we talked about earlier this morning, Cap, the possibility of Ryan Poles doing something, maybe kicking the can down the road.
1: So I was doing a lot of reconnaissance yesterday, Courtney, whether it was reading, talking to people on the phone, texting, and they said, look, he's going to spend significant money in free agency. There's a floor he wants to get to. He is going to add to the O&D line. He'll probably get a receiver. But when he makes these blockbuster trades, whether it's one trade back or three trades or two trades, he wants capital in 24 and 25. He's not hell-bent. i got to get this thing fixed in 2023. And we asked the question, are fans okay with that if he's, I wouldn't call it slow playing it, he's building it the right way and he wants to make sure the next two draft classes also have a huge amount of Bears draft capital. You agree with that?
3: Yeah, I think it's the right strategy. I mean, use Detroit as an example. Like, specifically, you know, what Hoodie was saying about building the offensive line and the defensive line. Now, the Lions started that in 2016, and they kept building year after year, spending a high draft pick or two on the offensive line, and they have one of the better pass-blocking units in the NFL because of that. So I think it's a smart approach. For Ryan Poles to not, you're right. It's not sm- it's not slow playing it. It's being very deliberate about it, because that's what leads to from three wins to maybe eight wins, and maybe eight wins to eleven wins, and being in a place where you can consistently have a roster that doesn't have turnover, and you're not worrying about what about this position every year? Is it going to be a rotating door? Are they going to have to worry about having to cut somebody because of the cap number that gets too high? Like you want to do it in a way that allows you to have the, your core players that you can build around and having that same core there for the next five, six years. I mean, that's the ideal scenario for doing it. And what is required like in the in the process of doing that is being judicious about not trying to go all in for one year, but building things in a, in a smart way where you're not overspending and you're not just taking on big contracts because you have a lot of cap space and can do it. You're taking on contracts you actually... Want to with veterans that you might be signing in free agency.
0: When there's change in the division, it does matter to the Bears, and there's still speculation out there, even though it's co- cooled a little bit regarding Aaron Rodgers. So, Courtney, if you're Aaron Rodgers, what would you do?
3: Retire. Frankly, I think he has made a lot of money, and I would go and do Jeopardy or I'd go to another darkness retreat or do something else. But I think he's honestly, you know, in the spot right now and all the reporting that's been done about the Jets and their meeting with him earlier in the week. I feel like things are trending in that direction, but because it's Aaron, we can't go ahead and go all in and say, yeah, it's a foregone conclusion. He's going to be gone and be a Jets quarterback next year. But I think for him, the chance to go and be the savior of this team, this team has had quarterback futility, frankly, as long as the Bears have, the Jets. And so to be the guy... That can take a young core, where you have the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and take that group to the next level. That's incredible for his legacy. He, you know, if he wins, let's say, like you know, project this thing out, and he wins a Super Bowl, it's him and Patrick Mahomes as the only active quarterbacks with two. So I think he's in a great spot to do that. And frankly, I think the Green Bay Packers want to move on. I know that it's tough after 30 years of stability, which teams just don't have at the quarterback position. They drafted Jordan Love for a reason. Brian Gutekunst's comments last week were not just filler. I think he truly believes that he can play. And you go from last year, the conversation is they can't do this without Aaron, to this year they have to do this without Aaron because it's time to move on.
1: Yeah, I I don't concur with you that he should retire, that if you were him, you would retire. He loves playing football. and. As Jason Wilde, our teammate, said to us the other day when Carmen and I were on in the afternoons, he believes Aaron, when he's a motivated Aaron who wants to prove all his critics right, they're going to get the single best version of Aaron Rodgers. I already bet the Jets to win the Super Bowl at 28-1. Wow. Not saying it's going to happen, but I think they're going to be a hell of a football team, Courtney. I think it's a really cool story to watch.
3: No, it is. I mean, I... W- I think retirement, I mean he's almost 40 years old. He doesn't have that much more left to prove unless he thinks he can go win a Super Bowl and you probably would he probably have like top 5 odds of any team in the AFC, but let's not forget that division is pretty loaded right now. Is he the best quarterback in the AFC East when he goes there? If he's healthy, I if yes. He, I don't know if you can say that. I don't know if you can say that behind Josh Allen and where the Bills are right now and who knows what's going to happen this year with Tua in Miami certainly the the other team in the division with the Patriots I think that's a pretty foregone conclusion where they're at but it's it's a new challenge for sure and it's somebody if he's motivated to do it because I just feel like he's lost that you know lost the competitive vibe that made him so great the last couple years and maybe he's a little jaded with his football mortality at the moment so going somewhere else if you can to put him in a situation where he can you feed into the ego in a way and you say you are a savior come help us win a Super Bowl then maybe you do get the best version of him Is it going to be MVP version of Aaron? I hope so because he's won it four times. I'd love to see him win a fifth and frankly I think everybody in the NFC North can get behind that if he's not doing it in the division.
0: you know we're still trying to figure out and by the way cap once again you're heart speaking when it comes to taking the jets of all teams. And then putting Aaron Rodgers, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, I get that. But here's a guy here, Courtney, that's been uh, spurned by the Bills, and so he's going to turn his back on Buffalo after two years they had him in the Super Bowl. Now you're going to turn your back on Josh, Josh Allen. That's all that is. I didn't that's turn my back on him. I that's all it is. I just think
1: the Jets have a roster, Courtney, filled with first and second round picks of their own. They got the defensive rookie of the year, the uh, the offensive rookie of the year, and you're dropping a motivated hall of fame quarterback in there let's go
0: well the last part you don't know but you do know that josh allen has the arrow pointing up you're just mad because last couple of years they haven't gotten to the mountaintop so now you've turned your back on them because if that's <laughs> a gift because if it wasn't the case bet them on it again say again they're gonna get to the super bowl and win it put another ticket out there i might you won't jets Seriously? Jet? Jets J E T S Jets Jets. Just, Jets. Uh, just, let's go. Jess,
1: you know what? Just hand me your money. It's just it's more simpler that way. Courtney, plus ten thousand, bet hundred to win ten grand Jets. Jets Lions Super Bowl.
3: Jets, Lions, Super Bowl. I yep. mean, I don't know what dimension we're living in now, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> that's uh, I wouldn't make that bet. I, I mean, I know that I know what the odds are spelled out right there, I would not make that bet. But oh, if you want to make wait. that bet and you somehow win, Cap, I will give you all the credit in the world.
1: I'll even buy lunch whenever you decide you're going to do that.
3: Perfect.
0: Again, let's talk a little bit about the Bears Cap space. And so Cap and I are just speculating on exactly, you know, at 1201, kind of like how Lovey Smith went up to, it was at Julius Pepper's house. Is <laughs> that what he went to? He did. He went, knocked on the door. Eleven oh one. Let us in. Who's there?
1: It's Coach Smith and Jerry Angela. Let us in.
0: Yeah, and and they came in the door and then they signed him right on the spot. I wonder is that something that Ryan Poles looks at? We, so, we focus so much on the draft, but Courtney, I am concerned about what the Bears are going to spend on free agency because there's this push and pull of when are you ready to win? Do you get a, a difference maker on the defensive line, offensive line? Will we get a twelve oh one signing? I wonder who he covets. That's the whole thing I'm wondering about.
3: Yeah, I think you can look at the natural ties that are out there for some of the free agents. I mean, you saw McCall Hardiman's tweet yesterday where he tagged Justin Fields in it. He's a free agent. Who knows? I mean, there's the Kansas City tie there. There's a Kansas City tie to Orlando Brown, and I. You don't have to wait until Wednesday. I mean, of course, that's when the, the signings become official. I mean, think about what happened last year. Monday was a very active day for the Bears when they, you know, agreed to terms with Larry Oak and Joby. I imagine by the end of Monday night, we'll have at least news of like one or two free agents that are planning to sign with Chicago when the new league year starts because. You have to remember what happened last year when they saw when they thought they were signing Ogan Ogunjobi. They let all of free agency in the early wave pass them by, and they passed up on a lot of free agents. And I think that that was something Ryan Poles, you know, regrets. And of course, like you can look back in hindsight and and say one thing or another about the Larry Ogunjobi trade thing, whether they should have done it or not, and should have, you know, not overpaid for somebody who was coming off a major surgery, but. I think that that's that stuck with Ryan Poles, and they don't want to be in that spot this year where they're having to look at other teams and say, man, we wish we would have been more active in trying to get this guy, or we wish we would have given this player a bigger offer to have him agree to sign with us on Wednesday. I think they're going to be really active on Monday and Tuesday in trying to get some of these deals done. So by the end of the week, when we have you know, the press conference, most times they typically do when the first wave free agency goes by, they've got a couple new pieces on this roster and ones that you can be really happy with knowing that you can now change your priorities or alter your priorities going into the draft.
0: As always, Courtney, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Have a great weekend.
3: Thanks, guys. Take care.
0: Have fun. It is Courtney Cronin who covers the Bears for ESPN with us on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline.
1: Rattle, rattle, thunder,
0: clatter, boom, boom, boom.
1: Cumbersome. Don't worry, call the correct
0: man. Oscar picks with snorling. And don't forget, we have Rick Hahn, the general manager of the White Sox. When is the Oscars? Uh, coming up next on Captain J. Hood.
3: Captain J-, J-, J. Hood are back. And you know this, man? Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 is streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, quick shout out. Our guy George McDaniel from the Chicago White Sox. Guru of sponsorship sales. He and his son Taylor, and I think Taylor's son Vinny. Yep. They're going down to the state tournament at Champaign. Today's the, the final four. Dude, I used to call those high school state championship games. That's right. right. Tommy Kleinschmidt, the Paul Prep Advanced. I think George is a Moline guy. Like... The whole state comes together. That used to be a big deal in my life. I miss that. Champagne Urbana. Oh, absolutely. We'll have a drink at Cam's tonight. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you have a nice drive down there. And uh, it is now time for Snorling's Oscar picks. The, the Oscars apparently are this weekend. They
2: are. And here's yeah. Shay Norling. On Shay. Sunday. Oh. By the way, very quick sidebar may I approach? Brought you yep.
1: Law. with a great Howard Aiken. Sign my ball. That's Aiken
0: Law. The Chelios. The that's it. It's a, it's a new commercial.
2: I'm going to show my out of town itis here because I really don't know. Is it Urbana Champagne or Champagne Urbana? Champagne Urbana. Why? Because everywhere from out of town, ta- whenever I hear it nationally, everybody says Urbana Champagne. It's Champagne Urbana.
1: Always has been. My son who went to school there would always
2: say Shambana. Yes. Yeah, yes. Why do I always hear it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know. those
1: people are wrong.
2: Why is that a thing? It's so odd. There, my, there's my out of town itis for the day. Grace Lake. There two words. Down. All right. Oscar picks. Here is one, one word. Is it? Go ahead. Here's Shane Norley. All right, let's get into this. Uh, so I have seen all of the best picture movies. I'm going to run through them all, and then I'll give you what I think will win and what I think should win. Let's see how many Cap and Hood have seen, the two of them together. All right. Uh, we've got Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's the leader in the clubhouse that, with most people. Is that a movie, or are you saying all the movies all at once? Correct. That's what I was going to ask. Is that a, a movie title? Yeah, the move, The title of the movie is Everything Everywhere All at Once. No clue. Now, now they got a lot of
0: nominations. I know that 11.
2: All of them, apparently. And they're expected to sweep, like all of them. Uh, Don't ask me. Top Gun Maverick uh, is the second movie on this list. Best picture.
0: Awesome. So Peacock did not see the first one. I said, well, you got to watch the first one to understand the second one. I know that the second one kind of stands alone, but you want to get the context. I thought the second one's better than the first one, but they're both great. That's fair to say, actually. It's amazing what technology can do. Unbelievable. <laughs> Where the second one, the first one seems so primitive. Correct. So I like the second one a lot.
2: Yes. Uh, we have the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Excuse I, me? I got to watch that. I know what
0: that is. I got to watch it. I have never heard of it. Yes. It's
2: about two uh, male friends who have a platonic breakup. They decide they don't want to be friends anymore. Well, yes. one of them decides he does not want to be friends anymore, and it gets a little violent. Cap, I actually think you would enjoy it. It's strange. It's a strange movie. We also have... Life imitating art there. Go ahead. We also have All Quiet on the wow. Western Front. <laughs> yeah. Bless uh, you. The Fablemans, the new Steven Spielberg film. I've heard of it, haven't seen it.
0: got to see The Fablemans. It's as boring as you think. Exactly. The Fablemans are Have you seen it? All right.
1: Yes. Uh, not great.
0: We have Elvis. Got to see that. And that guy, by the way, when he took his... Was it... Screen Actors Guild Awards or was it Silver Screen whatever it was SAG Award he, this, he still sounds like Elvis he can't get out of it like yeah. that's a character and he's still coming up to thank you very much I appreciate getting this award so uh, like, 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 like dude we're done shooting This will all the money to
2: the show I uh, I, uh, 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 uh-uh! The story, the story is that he, he actually changed his mouth. He changed his mouth trying to d- do this role. And so now he can't change it back. He just talks this way. Wow. He's stuck like that.
0: Oh, grace. <laughs> then he found God. I love that toward the end before he died.
2: Start singing gospel songs. Go ahead. Uh, we have Tar. <laughs> there are 10 nominees this year. We have Tar. T-A-R. All right. It's about a conductor. It's a good film. Careful. Uh Women Talking. Women Talking. Yeah, that's number eight. Who's,
0: could you? Do you have the star of that? I don't know who that... I women know. Talking. I'll ah. look
2: it up. I know. I get it. Go ahead. <laughs> There's so many jokes to be made, but usually they're at my expense. <laughs> Triangle of Sadness is the ninth one. Triangle of Sadness. I've not seen that. It's
0: no.
1: jo-
2: uh, Jonathan's
1: Mom. Not your Jonathan. No. Uh, the movie Women Talking is based on Miriam Tave's 2018 novel. Is that
2: Jonathan Tave's mom?
1: Yes. I believe yep. it is. Yeah, it's about hockey. All right, what else?
2: Uh, Triangle of Sadness, if you haven't seen it, a lot of poop in this movie. It's about rich oh. people on a cruise, and there's a storm, and all of the toilets explode and overflow, and there's poop. all Long scene poop all over the cruise ship.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm
2: out. Best, best picture nominee, poop speak, speak, all over the cruise ship.
0: Speaking of poop, that's how Elvis passed away on his toilet. <laughs> Gonna take a deuce. Oh, two for the show. As,
2: as Tom Waddle will tell you, Elvis took a group of disorganized Cleveland Browns <laughs> to the Super Bowl. And then we have the final uh, m- nominee here, Avatar, The Way of Water. Heard about it. I did saw that. See it. Oh, I, you saw it?
1: Yeah, I was not. It, it's, look, the cinematography, spectacular. Boring movie.
2: Just not for me.
0: So Wakanda's not on that list?
2: No, not nominated for Best best Picture. Angela Bassett <laughs> is nominated for Best Wakanda Supporting be Actress. Oh,
0: man. Not the town of Wakanda. The movie Wakanda. All right.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought
1: maybe they shot something up there.
0: There's your cap gun of the day. <laughs> <laughs> not the town of Wakanda. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's different. That's a different not, it's, it's that Joe from Wakanda. You're on ESPN. that no. not Wakanda. It's Wakanda. Wakanda!
1: <laughs> oh, with a K. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
0: now I
1: got it. Oh, my God. I thought it was W-A-U-C-O-N-D-A, where they, they have, have
2: like, the beach up there. <laughs> all right, quickly, so we can get to Rick Conn. Uh, Will win everything, everywhere, all at once. Should win the Fablemans. There's my pick. Oh. Top Gun Maverick should win. Are we rioting? And I, Oh, I like it. I like it. But
0: no Wakanda, though, Jay Moore. We didn't get that. All right. All right. So, Rick Hahn, the general manager of the White Sox, scheduled to join us next, right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Wakanda! Forever!